This is Chase Garbarino, co-founder and CEO of HQO, and this is the Let's Go Show. Hi, Kate. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Chase. Um, First, I wanted to say thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk about this important topic that's not only a core principle of Bullfinches, but is also near and dear to my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for making the time. So uh, if you don't mind, why don't we just start quickly, let the audience know maybe a little bit about yourself and your background and Bullfinch. Sure. My role at Bullfinch, I am the Senior Vice President, Director of Marketing. Uh, I focus on strengthening uh, the awareness of Bullfinch's brand and our portfolio of properties in the greater Boston area. Bullfinch is a commercial real estate and investment firm, which specializes in the development, acquisition, management, and repositioning of commercial properties in greater Boston. We own and manage approximately three and a half million square feet of life science, medical office, and office assets. Great. Yeah. And we are uh, big fan uh, of at HQO as we've been working with you guys for a uh, couple of years now. I think one of the things that stood out to us about Bullfinch kind of from day one, right, is this vision to value strategy and you know, I guess the way that we think about it and one of the themes that we see in terms of uh, developers and managers that are differentiating themselves are ways that they create purpose at properties. And I know you guys, you know, have a pretty open stance in terms of, you know, where you're promoting community involvement, sustainability, and a lot of offerings in health and wellness. So I think a lot of, a lot of, talent is seeking employers and companies that do good things. Can you talk about how that ultimately informs your strategy at Bullfinch? Definitely. Well, at Bullfinch, our uh, brand mission is discover and deliver. And we really apply that in everything we do, whether it's team-based or also through our developments and in the community. We like to say that we don't just build buildings, we build communities. And that is uh, really rings true in every approach that we take to our business. And as we look at the world today, uh, the workplace looks very different than it did you know, a couple years ago um, for a variety of reasons. And I think as a core principle of the company, giving back has always been a focus, uh, but it has enhanced and adapted um, tremendously in the last few years. And our focus has, uh, and our commitment in a variety of ways has transformed. And what we're really trying to do is create innovative opportunities for not only our our employees, our team, but all of our stakeholders. And that includes anyone from tenants to investors to the community in which we own and operate our properties and also the communities uh, that we're looking to develop. So it's not just building the buildings, it's enhancing the neighborhoods and the people that live there and the communities that benefit from those. So that's really our approach in making sure that we not only enhance and engage with those that we do business with, but those that are also living in the communities where our properties uh, exist. And uh, certainly right now with the workforce, uh, if you look at the statistics, we have uh, about 50% of those are millennials. And I believe by 2025, that number jumps to about 75%. And a recent study, I believe by Deloitte, identified that 80% of millennials 
recognize that they'd be more motivated and committed to their work if they felt that their employer made a meaningful impact to society. And so that's a pretty staggering number there in terms of uh, driving not only um, engagement um, and work and ethic, but also sort of that passion, that drive that you're looking for. And so for us as a company, it's uh, critical to not only make an impact for our community, but also to recognize the fact that that impact is going to really impact our team itself and really drive not only those that are uh, working here now, but also attract and retain top talent, which especially in a market like Boston is is pretty uh, competitive. And we'd like to say that, you know, we are, are doing a good job at that, but there's always areas to enhance and improve. And that's kind of how we approach um, uh, this process. Yeah. Um, no, I, we talk, uh, you and I have talked uh, previously a lot about how anything you can do to help your customers, not just with physical space, but ultimately in terms of kind of the war for talent right now, it's about as competitive as it has ever been. And employees have, there's kind of like the grass is greener syndrome. You can always go online and read about other job opportunities anytime you're having a bad day. So optionality is, uh, is certainly a tough thing from an employer perspective when you look at the, the costs of losing a great employee. But in terms of like community and purpose, you know, it's pretty differentiated in terms of, you know, real estate group like yours. I mean, how did, how did you guys kind of come to this strategy, right? And how, um, do you position this to investors because it's, um, you know, it's very forward thinking. Uh, sure. Great question. I think, uh, especially right now, our focus is not only to make sure that any sort of partnerships or strategic effort that we have really aligns with our brand and where we are going and our future um, strategy. And that really rolls up into not only uh, our reporting for investors, but making sure that we are really creating environments um, that are helpful, purpose-driven, and um, really make an impact in society. So since the firm's founding in 1936, giving back has been a core principle and uh, a mission of the company, but it's been pretty interesting to see that evolution over the last eight decades or so in terms of what does that look like today and what's the importance? And that's really changed dramatically in those eight decades. And so for there's a variety of kind of buckets, if you will, that um, not only the importance, but making sure that we we're filling those buckets and that we're communicating appropriately. And I think one of the things that the pandemic has really done is sort of accelerated that integration of technology in terms of how can that play a part in how you're giving back. So maybe our opportunities for our tenants or our employees isn't necessarily in person anymore. Is it is it a combination? Is it a, a, the ability to create these virtual environments where you're still able to make a difference? Um, and it's beyond just donating. It's actually an experience that's virtual or digital. And so those are some of the interesting um, uh, areas where we've been exploring the last year and a half and been quite successful with many of our partnerships um, with Building Impact um, is one of them, which is a great organization that Bullfinch is one of the founding partners and really designed to strengthen uh, the impact in society for corporate partners. And really what we do at Bullfinch is create opportunities 
for our tenants in their workplace to be able to give back um, in a meaningful, but also really an easy way. And, and we feel that's a value add for our tenants, those companies to be able to offer that to their employees at work. Uh, whether it's dropping by um, and contributing to a donation drive or actually jumping on a computer and helping fill a um, donation bag and creating a special mes message to someone in the community. The idea of this uh, variety of tools and resources and options has been critical in kind of it, keeping that engagement going for not only our team members, but also our tenants. Well, yeah, and I think obviously the results speak for themselves when you talk about, you know, uh, uh, an organization that's been around since the 1930s. So I think that that added service layer and commitment to community participation and giving back, obviously, you can pretty much trace that to, to the loyalty that you guys have, I'm sure, with investors and customers. I think probably more recently and with all the work that you guys have been doing in terms of digital tools, you're really going to be able to start to quantify you know, some of the service that you're bringing and how you're bringing cost savings, but probably enables you to charge you know, more premium rents, but also save the tenant on things that they need to be doing anyway beyond just the physical space, which I think is really compelling. It is. It's an excellent point. And um, the data behind all of that um, and the analytics is um, such a powerful tool in being able to assist us in not only evaluating our ROI, but really make informed decisions and, and really curate what we're offering for different types of properties. So what um, we may be offering at one property could look very different than another. And we're able to track that um, through the technology, through the apps, similar to HQO on the back end, how many people have engaged, how many people have clicked that they're interested, and, and be able to take that information and apply it to the future, and then also use it in reporting to not only um, our own team, but also um, our investors and, and the community is, is been tremendous. Yeah. And I think that kind of 360 degree view of purpose, right? Like for your people, knowing what they're doing is having an impact for investors, knowing what you're doing is having an impact and customers also knowing that they're contributing and you can quantify it through data. It's impressive to see where you guys are kind of on that adoption curve compared to the rest of the market, because it's, you know, you're certainly a market leader in that in that sense. Um, I think in another area too, where a lot of the market attention currently is, is, you know, sustainability where you guys are also a leader. Um, I know, for example, you guys installed solar panels on the top of your Kendrick street property, which is, I believe just outside Boston and keep me honest here, it's producing a million kilowatts of energy. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. I'm pressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did, I did a little homework. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about that and some of the other enhancements you're doing and kind of the overall role of sustainability, which just seems to be such a, such an important topic today? Sure. I think similar to sort of giving back the environment is a major focus of, um, the company and we continue to be dedicated to not only perfecting our environment, but really developing our portfolio um, 
to really provide energy efficiency and really sustainable and healthful buildings. And we view it as not only um, critical to creating um, healthful properties, but then also for the tenants um, within those um, buildings and the communities are, um, and really the world around us. Our properties really help, we feel, deliver social and environmental and you know, economic benefits uh, for our communities. And we take that very seriously. So as an example, you mentioned the the solar panels on 117. We we really continue to try and integrate sustainable um, measures in a variety of our properties. So 117 is an existing building. Um, we have uh, an impressive uh, numbers in terms of LEED certifications for especially all of um, new buildings and properties. But how can we integrate other sustainable options and retrofits to existing buildings that maybe not um, as energy efficient were built um, many years ago. Um, and so that really looks at our whole portfolio. Currently, right now, what we're doing is a gap analysis to identify where we are um, and really kind of uh, set the tone and sort of metrics for the future. What are our goals? How can we not only integrate sustainable design and energy efficient solutions with new properties, but as our portfolio as a whole, which can be a little bit more complicated for older um, buildings that you know were designed with completely different approach to sustainability, but we really view it as a holistic project and really one that's critical for, um, for our community and, and our business moving forward. And I can imagine you see you know, particularly upstream from a leasing perspective, the amount of work that you're putting in there has to give you differentiation and market when you're talking to prospective tenants. It really does. I mean, it's anything from having the certification energy score, check those boxes so that they can provide whether or not it's for investors, for the um, you know regulations that they have to follow, but also to be able to communicate to, again, their tenants, their employees, you know, the daylighting in the building. We know that uh, it's just proven that if you have bigger windows and more light in the area, that people are more productive, um, air quality, especially now more than ever when the pandemic what how much outside air is coming into your facility and how does that impact the people that are working in those buildings and really how can you communicate that to the people that are there to not only inform them but really make them comfortable and feel confident that where they're working is safe healthy and um, you know is not going to have negative impacts on them yeah so i mean it's a good segue we've talked about kind of charity and purpose sustainability but i know you guys have also partnered with groups like wellable in this concept of building health which used to be i think a much more narrow scope than what it is today can you talk a little bit about the emphasis in terms of kind of wellness and how you guys think about healthy properties certainly uh health and wellness is a major focus again of um, bullfinches uh, not only from a uh, perspective of our team to make sure that we are uh, running it on all cylinders and not only being able to be um, efficient but also really engaged and and supported and we we 
look to partner with organizations like Wellable, um, which uh, I believe we we ran into them through our partnership with you at HQO, was one of the offerings that we had for our tenants in our portfolio. Um, really a great way to integrate technology and health and wellness platforms to support your team. And what we found um, at Bullfinch, which has been fantastic, is the ability to really help engage our employees. It brings people closer together by applying uh, healthy actions, but also competition. Who doesn't love a competition um, uh, these days in terms of really getting everyone together to, to work towards the same goal? We've done some step challenges. We've done some summer challenges, all with the sort of intention of bringing people together to focus on recognizing the importance of health and wellness. And so that's an example of uh, a platform that has been really tremendous for our team and then being able to provide that for our tenants. And then as we look to our buildings in the physical spaces that people are working in, how is that that environment, that placemaking that's so critical to engagement and social interaction, how can we ensure that we're also creating healthy spaces within our portfolio? And that goes back to our HVAC systems. It goes back to the daylighting. It goes back to even today now, what are our cleaning uh, services? And really all of that rolls up into creating those environments where people are healthy, and safe and how we communicate that to our team and to our stakeholders. Yeah. And in terms of that communication process, I mean, this is a lot of value that obviously you're going to communicate when people are thinking about taking space with Bullfinch, but can you describe a little about it, a little bit about your process after they become a part of the Bullfinch community, how you continually engage with tenants? Because I think it's something that a lot of the industry is trying to wrap their head around, which, as you know, we can be laggards in some ways in terms of, you know, you, you get the lease signed and then it's like, okay, well, on to the next one. But that's very much not at all kind of your process. You guys are talking about all of this value that you're, you're producing kind of post-sale. That's right. Uh, so uh, enhancing the tenant experience has been a goal of ours and continues to be um, uh, as we look to the future. And it's one of the reasons why we actually partnered with HQO from the start. The idea of being able to have this enhanced tenant experience, this connected tenant, where you have direct access to helping inform and shape that experience of being a bullfinch tenant, we see as a huge value add. Whereas traditionally, we may have have provided parties or um, you know offerings in the physical space or emails. The ability to integrate uh, the digital and physical is a main focus of um, Bullfinches, and we see the commercial real estate industry has been notorious for being slow adopters to technology. And the pandemic has, has certainly sort of accelerated that adoption rate. And we've seen that across the board in everything we do. And having the ability to connect with your tenants on their phone from the moment they wake up to be able to provide a, a perk, whether it has to do with their shuttle service, whether it has to do with the coffee that they're getting on their way to work, or maybe they're not working at the office that day and you provide a ping, a notification to them through their app to say, this is an offering you can jump on at lunch and be part of this virtual uh, program. Programming. The idea that you're able to merge those two and provide 
provide a variety of options is a, a major focus of ours. And we see it as a huge value add to be able to provide that service. And the technology that supports that has been a huge driver in that success. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess one of the questions I would have if I was you know, a member of the audience is you guys have, a, you've used the word holistic now a couple of times. You have what is a very buttoned up and holistic strategy across kind of those themes of charity and sustainability and wellness. And it's wedded with technology in a lot of different areas across those that kind of activates those from a kind of change management process, how did you and the rest of the organization, for those listening, Eric Schlager, who's the CEO of Bullfinch, has been a great partner to HQO for a couple of years now. I mean, how did you guys get at all the kind of vectors aligned to, to drive this strategy? It's not an easy process. It certainly isn't. And I think um, it's a true testament to the leadership of the company and the forward nature of our approach and our vision. Um, I think as part of our strategic plan, everything that we do really aligns in any sort of partnership or initiative. And a lot of that over the last couple years, uh, as we were looking at our 2020 vision, and as we look to our 2025, uh, you know, team growth um, has been a major focus and how we've adapted over those last eight decades has been tremendous as a, a family owned business. We look at our team as part of the family, but the sort of that extension of that disciplined portfolio expansion, not only the team growth, the portfolio growth, but how has technology enabled us how is that innovation? How can we accelerate the, the integration of both? And we see that as a huge, uh, a huge focus of the companies in terms of, um, you know, an example of how we have been successful in, in such a, a short period of time and how we're going to use that to accelerate even further everything from, uh, you know, our stakeholder reporting to our employee engagement to communicating with our tenants to creating that tenant experience that is so coveted. And how can we retain and attract those tenants, but then also our team, our employees, which we view as our most important asset of, of the company? And really, how does that uh, sort of align with everything that we have? And I think one of the things that's really helped is in terms of our vision planning and our goals for the future is certainly um, major committees that we have at the organization. We have um, major focus um, on diversity, equity, inclusion, an internal committee. We just um, have begun a partnership with She Geeks Out out of Cambridge to help identify new and um, goals for the future in terms of creating our own inclusive workplace, but also helping and expanding within the communities that we own properties and those that we um, will develop in. Uh, and then also with sustainability, we have um, a new initiative and committee in-house to, as I had mentioned, not only evaluate what we currently have in our portfolio, but how we can enhance and be uh, a partner in our communities in Boston and for, for the world around us. Yeah. I mean, so much of strategy is nice on paper, but when you guys execute it, it's got to come down to people. And so when you guys are thinking about who a bullfinch person is, what, what is it that you're looking for? Because the, I, in order to execute a strategy that is pretty forward thinking for, for industry, I mean, you have to be thinking differently about the people as well. 
Certainly. I think when we look for um, you know new members of our team and those that have been successful, we're really looking for passionate innovators that are looking at new ways of doing things. And collaboration is key here as part of our team. And it's one of the um, success stories of how we've been able to work together so well. We're looking for people that are excited about what they do, get up every day, excited to come to work, really to create, to collaborate, to innovate, and to also have fun. Uh, I, I like I like to think that I work with some really smart individuals, and I, I do ha- I enjoy what I do, and I feel um, really proud and honored to be part of the team. To not only what we've accomplished, but what we're adding to our communities. And at the end of the day, I get to have fun doing it. So I I, I feel it's a it's a win win. That's a pretty good gig. Yeah. Um... So I, you know, as we kind of wrap up, I think for the audience, what advice would you give to those that are probably uh, a cycle or two behind where you guys are from if they're starting to think about transformation, right? And it may not be specifically the same themes that obviously Bullfinch has identified, but if they're starting out the process of figuring out know, how they want to differentiate from a service perspective and a technology perspective, what advice would you give people to kick off the process? Uh, It's a great question. And I think so much is purpose driven. And um, really, a lot of that, again, aligns with your mission of your organization. What are you trying to achieve? And that goes anywhere from your business to your team to to the community around you. And if everything aligns with that, um, it will really help stay on track. And so the idea, we had a rebrand a few years ago, and it was a wonderful exercise for many people that haven't done it. It really helps you really drill down to what are we doing, where are we going, and why are we doing it? And and at the end of the day, if you're able to answer those questions, uh, it really will help make sure that not only you're staying on track, but that vision, that strategic plan, you're going to be able to execute it. And the people that are on your team believe in it are uh, signed on for it. And at the end of the day, they're um, proud contributors. And we've been very successful in ensuring that not only our team, but all of our stakeholders are um, on board and that we communicate that effectively. Because communication is also a huge tool. And um, you may have uh, the vision and mission um, identified, but if you're not able to communicate it effectively to your team and to your stakeholders, um, it's going to be an uphill Great. Well, Kate, thanks so much for the time today. I appreciate you coming on the Let's Go show and great to reconnect here. Well, thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed it as always. Yeah. Hope to get an oyster down in Duxbury soon. For sure. For sure. Take care. Thanks. For more information about how HQO can help you connect with your workforce and make smarter CapEx decisions and drive more NOI, visit us at hqo.com. This is Chase Garbarino. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go.